Welcome back to the Perpetual Wealth Podcast, a show for clients of Paradigm Life. This season, we're empowering you to take control of your financial future using the core principles of the Perpetual Wealth Strategy. Now, before we dive in, a quick but essential disclaimer. While this podcast is primarily for our valued clients at Paradigm Life, it's open to anyone interested in enhancing their financial knowledge. However, please remember that our information should not be taken as a direct tax, legal, or financial advice. We strongly recommend consulting with a wealth strategist at Paradigm Life or your financial team before making any decisions based on our discussions. Today, we continue our journey into cash flow, protection, and wealth building, the foundational principles of the perpetual wealth strategy. Let's dive in and explore how to optimize your wealth and achieve financial independence. Your journey continues now. So I have two, two teenage daughters, and the oldest one is kind of a maverick. And obviously, 2020 was hard for everyone, you know? Sure. Yeah, especially for the kids, right? Kids, they weren't able to see their friends. And right when things started to like open up, you know, I think it was like end of 2020, beginning of 2021. Um, my wife hears this like sound outside of our, uh, of our window. And uh, like the fence line is there and we're on the second floor. The, the kids are on the third floor. She heard this, you know, this noise. And it, I'm a good sleeper, right? So... She woke me up and she said, hey, there's someone outside. And I was like, what, what, what? So, you know, I go to the, I go to the front door and don't see anything. And she's like, I swear it was there. So we go upstairs and look at the kids. And sure enough, Hannah is not in her bed. It's like two, <laughs> it's like two o'clock in the morning. Of course. And, and so I go outside again. And I see this car, right? And it's driving off. And I start to fall. And I, I get my, I'm like, you know, in my underwear. And it's freezing. I get the keys run out and I start following this car and I follow them to like the highway and, it, and I pulled alongside of them and it, and she wasn't in there and the people were like totally freaked out. <laughs> and so I go home as, I, as I'm pulling in the driveway, Hannah is walking up the stairs. And so she had, you know, she had snuck out to meet up with her friend that, you know, lives down the street. So I felt like an idiot. Um, so I started to get, you know, upset with her. I'm like, Hannah, what are you, you, you? And she's like, Dad, like, are you serious? Like when Grandma and Grandpa told me that when you were, when you were 14, like you didn't only sneak out of the house early in the morning, but you stole their car and took their car when you didn't have a license. And I was like, oh. So, yeah, you got to be careful. <laughs> Grandma and Grandpa telling stories about you. So why are we telling this story? And it, it's telling the story because Human beings like risk. They like to take risks. They like adventure, especially, you know, boys going through puberty. They like adventure. They like to do novel things, whether it's, you know, breaking into the public pool and swimming and at night or it's taking a car, sneaking out with your friends. We have this, I would say, impulse to, to take risks and to seek adventure, right? Oh, absolutely. I mean, how many of us have countless memories of those types of risk-taking things that are just totally ridiculous. Um, I remember a simple story when I was young. Uh, and so my parents didn't hear me this time, like you heard. 
but uh, decided to sneak out. It was my first time sneaking out. So, you know, I'm sweating buckets and, and of course it's cold. Kids, for whatever reason, decide it's a great idea to sneak out when it's cold, it turns out. Sneaking out, we go to meet at this meetup spot, my brother and I, and we wait there and wait there and wait there and it's freezing. And after so long, we decide to come back home and the whole time I'm just like melting inside, but yet it's also so exciting. And we get home and the next morning it turns out that the kids we were sneaking out with had stolen their parents' car mm. and they got busted. And uh, yeah, they got in some pretty decent trouble. And so, yeah, it was, it's, those, it's those exciting moments that as children we have access to those types of opportunities. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we seek those. And we're going to continue to seek risk and uncertainty at mm -hmm. some level in our life. Mm -hmm human need. Yep. Yeah. No, there's, so that was a, you know, one of the thing, the main things I learned from, you know, from Tony Robbins. So I, I was part of his platinum group for a couple of years and there's just so, there's so much there, but he's, I would say one of the foremost experts on just understanding human behavior. And that's one of the things that he teaches is these six human needs. And, and one of the primary needs is the need for uncertainty and variety. And it's an, it's a natural need. It's an impulse. It's like, we, we want adventure. We want to take risks. And he has a saying, which it took me a while to really understand the significance of the saying, but it's the quality of your life is in direct proportion to the amount of uncertainty you can comfortably live with. Yep. And I, I realized like in, in, in this uncertainty, that's where like the spice of life is, is where the excitement, the adventure, the adrenaline, the fun and so it's there. And so I feel like, you know, when it comes to money, right. And you have a great, you have a great observation as we were preparing for this that you made that I'd love to, for you to reiterate, but when it comes to, to money, when we have access to, to, you know, to money, right. We don't realize that this impulse exists. And what ends up happening is we take unnecessary risk with financial resources that ultimately end with some pretty significant unintended consequences. Oh, absolutely. And those are going to either work out, which we all hope for, but the likelihood of those working out is very unlikely. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, what we were talking about is that, you know, as children, as young adults, we create those risks, those uncertainty opportunities in ways that we have access to, you know, sneaking out. That's what we have access to uh, and whatever it might be as we continue to get older. And as adults, most of us have access to capital. So we fulfill that need for uncertainty and risk by putting our capital at risk. Problem is that puts everything else at risk. So we're gonna continue to experience that in some way, shape and form. And so we can either do it with our capital or we can find ways to experience uncertainty or that exhilaration that we're looking for in ways that actually could lead to more productivity in our lives. There's just so many ways, but we, I think inherently and unconsciously choose to have that experience with our money because we don't know any other way. Yep. And you put a lot of things at risk. At the same time, you make a compelling point, which is within your life, especially as adults, it's, it's sometimes it's hard to find those hobbies or novelties or adventure, right? Because you work and you have family responsibilities and it's, you know, there's just only so much time and there's only so much energy. Okay. At the same time, like that, it just shows that you have to balance, you have to find time, right, to really incorporate some of those 
experiences in, uh, in your life. I had an interesting conversation with someone the other day where he was telling me about, he, he falls for, you know, cause in Utah, there's this network marketing capital of the world where, you know, whether it's juices or jellies or vitamins or whatever, it's like, it's promised to, you know, you take them and you'll live forever. Holy grail. <laughs> And so people fall for that. I mean, they, they, they fall for the money-making side of, you know, side of things But I was talking to him about. It, and he said he was just, he, he always like, he wanted to be rich and financially free. And, you know, and he had this, he's always falling victim to these like get rich quick schemes, these something for nothing. And I said, dude, like go skydiving, right? Go to, you know, there's this like racetrack. He loves cars. There's a racetrack in, uh, you know, another, another county where you can drive these like super fast uh, go-karts. Like those are, we don't realize like, okay, finding those type of activities fulfill the impulse that is usually fulfilled by making stupid financial decisions, especially investment decisions, right? And so I look at, right, if I play hockey, you know, I do CrossFit, we go to movies, we, do, you know, we go on vacation. Like, I, like I, I understand that there is this uncertainty drive that I have within me. And so I've strategically positioned life so that I'm constantly doing things, especially in business. I mean, talk about uncertainty. That I'm fulfilling that need, right? Where I'm not going to necessarily succumb to taking risks with uh, the money that I'm earning. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, we do something quite silly in our family, but it's a net cost zero. Um, so we do a thing called five minute dress up, um, and this is the way we bring uncertainty and risk because social status is probably one of the big, biggest risks you can take, and caring about what other people think. Okay, so that's a really great way to have that feeling. So we do five minute dress up. So in five minutes, we go find whatever we can find. We can turn our outfit upside down. We can put on a, a, a Halloween mask or whatever it is, any time of year. And we go on an adventure. We go to different stores dressed up and by the way, in character. And you have to stay in character the whole time that we're out and it is so fun yeah. for us because we get to have that exhilarating feeling that we're looking for and we get to bring other opportunities for other people to say what else is possible wow what a simple way to experience that and yeah it can be scary for some and sometimes some of the family doesn't <laughs> go do it some of the friends are like how about no but it really is a fun thing to do but in the frame of what we're talking about like this is, again, this is the fulfillment of life. Like the quality of life improves. And I don't think sometimes we make the connection, right? Between doing kind of crazy things like that, right? And the level of fulfillment we, we have with life. So hopefully that, that makes sense. You know, we've, we've understood this for uh, a long time. I would say maybe not as much as we do now, right? Getting into a lot of these details of human behavior, Okay. At the same time, those impulses exist. And so we've, you know, uh, there's a tool that we developed years ago uh, that I wrote about uh, in uh, the book that I came out with in 2018, uh, Heads I Win, Tails You Lose, but it's the, uh, the hierarchy of wealth. And it's a, a model, a visual that allows you to put your uh, assets into four specific, one of four specific categories. And it visualizes the amount of risk you're taking with your wealth, both on an individual basis, as well as in the aggregate. And so what's cool is, you know, in the episode that uh, Jenny and I had talked about uh, previously, the previous episode on cash flow, uh, we have a new online ecosystem for our clients. And one of the tools is Wealthview 360. We also have a tool that uh, coincides that works right alongside Wealthview 360 
which is the hierarchy of wealth. So you're able to actually categorize all of your assets so that you can visualize them uh, tier by tier and then visualize your wealth as a whole. And what this helps you to do is just see, okay, where am I taking risk with my uh, investments? And do I have, is it, is it worth it? Are there other financial products, other financial vehicles that can give uh, a similar, sometimes even better return with less risk? Or are there ways that I can increase my financial education to understand what I'm doing, have more influence over it so that, you know, when there is a loss, when there is disruption to the investment, I know what to do and can minimize the risks or minimize the losses. Oh, yeah. And one of the things I love the most is that recognition of a foundation. Most people that we talk to have no idea that they really actually don't have a foundation. And once they visually see that, then it can tie in emotionally and be like, wow, I actually recognize that I either have too small of a foundation or it is kind of a modge podge foundation, whatever that might be. And we can actually build that in. Most people don't realize, they think, well, okay, now everything else is built. How do I add a foundation? Actually, that's exactly what we do. We help build that foundation in place, strengthen it, fortify it, so that as you gain education, as you gain experience, you can then uh, maybe take some of those risk risks, but they're calculated risks, mm -hmm. knowing that your foundation is supported and going to be there to take care of you. And we, you know, we often talk about with you know, a metaphor of roots and a, you know, the, what's below the surface is the root system. What's above the surface is the tree trunk and the branches and the stronger, the root system, the more uncertainty, the trunk and the branches can withstand. Yep. Right. So it's, it's very, it's very similar, right? So in the realm of uncertainty, again, if it is true that the amount of uncertainty that you can comfortably live with comfortably live with means that you have a strong foundation, a strong root system. Yes. And so what that allows is you to go out and go on vacation, go out and maybe you know, you have the financial certainty to try a business, try a business or a side hustle or something, uh, something like that, but you're doing it. Okay. And not necessarily worried about the foundation falling, the root system failing. Okay. You've built it strong enough where you're able to delve into these realms and in those realms, something might materialize, but if it doesn't, there's a profound lesson to be learned and you go into a different path and then another path and then another path. I think we live in just such an, an amazing society where you could start businesses, you can express yourself in an insanely unique way in so many different verticals that you can make money at, whether it's a YouTube channel, whether it's Etsy, what, there's so much opportunity to take who you are and bring that to the world. And I feel that is like the ultimate fulfillment. It's kind of the Maslow's hierarchy of needs. They talked about self-actualization, yeah. right? Which is essentially discovering, okay, who am I? What's unique about me and what can I bring to the world? So it's essentially establishing that foundation right? Strong enough where you can start to pursue these different avenues and ultimately achieve, I would say from a financial independence standpoint, but even more important to me is fulfillment, right? It's ultimately a good experience in life, right? Meaningful moments, meaningful experiences. Yeah. And your fulfillment is going to continue to evolve and change throughout your life. And so it's important, again, to have that strong foundation in place so that as you remodel your financial life, and everything above the foundation or everything above the root system, then you're doing so in such a way that continues to fulfill that ever-changing 
need or goal or focus or whatever that might be, but your whole family's not put to risk. Hundred percent. And again, I I I have you know huge respect for you and you know the the fun and craziness and novelty you bring to y- your family. It's mm-hmm. it's really cool to see because we've known each other for over a decade now. And, you know, I think you get to experience a lot of uncertainty, right? Some good, some bad, right? But at the same time, it's like, these are, these are the things that bring just such a, uh, I would say a profound energy uh, to life that allows us to grow, allows us to push through, uh, allows us to just have fun and do something new. And it's like, wow, those are where the stories get told, you know, in the, in the future, not to say that's the primary reason you're doing it, but still it's like, there's merit to like, Hey, if there's stories told by your kids for the rest of your life, it means that you experience some pretty significant peak, you know, peak moments. Yeah. And that's part of the ultimate legacy is those moments moving forward through your family and you perpetuate that same feeling. They don't have to absorb all of it, but they're going to continue to perpetuate it along with everything else that they've observed along the way. So, I mean, growing up, I got to experience a tremendous amount of uncertainty, mm-hmm. just an absolute tremendous amount, uh, always in lack. And so becoming a wealth strategist here, not only experiencing it from a client and first, but then becoming a wealth strategist and seeing the difference that it made in my own life, but also in the way that I interact with my children and the rest of my family. So I get to really coach them on, hey, maybe let's think about this or maybe let's think about that and ultimately let them make their own decisions. But the information is there and available and as they choose to implement or not, then they get to have their own experience. Yeah. You're really fun. Thank you. You know, if I were to, you know, kind of sum up my experience with, with you uh, over the years uh, and hearing about your interactions with clients and your success with clients, you know, you, you've embraced this idea that life happens for you, right? That, you know, your experiences are not just like something you have to deal with or have to face, but their experiences you get to embrace and you grow from them. Right. And you bring a lot of that to, you know, the benefit of your clients, which is, uh, which is really cool to experience. So, yeah. And I love it. And I, I, I love sharing those experiences with my clients and them sharing their experiences with me, it just creates such a rich life and such a rich experience that we get to continue to share with others. It ultimately ends up being so fun. And the creativity that can come out of it mm-hmm. is so, so amazing. I, I really enjoy all of it. I love being a crazy person. I love being fun and, and just doing all the out-of-the-box thinking things that, that we get to do. It's, it's really amazing. So lesson for today is ultimately embrace uncertainty, embrace risk. It's a part of what gives spice to life, but doing it in a responsible way because it's you know just as much as buying lottery tickets over and over and over and over, or taking risks on investments or getting involved in get rich quick. Like even though that gives you those feelings that you're looking for, they don't end up, it's kind of two steps forward and two steps back. Uh, or sometimes three steps back or more, right? But it's the idea of embracing risk, embracing certainty, but having a strategy, having a system, uh, first understanding that that is a need, okay, being aware of it, and then essentially applying it into areas that are healthy. That gives you two steps forward and another two steps forward and another two steps forward without any steps back. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. It's been an amazing conversation, Pat. Yep, thanks, Jenny. Thank you, everyone. And again, we have some tools where you can start to uh, evaluate where you are financially. Wealth Free 360 is available to all of our clients at no expense. Uh, same thing with the Hierarchy of Wealth, which is a uh, an app that goes alongside uh, Wealth Free 360. So go check that out. 
paradigmlife.net. Uh, there'll be a client login. If you do not have uh, your login or have not registered for the website, there'll be instructions there to uh, put you in the uh, right, I would say, sequence so that you can verify that you're a client and then get access to the portal.